What up, podcast people? So, today's podcast is uh, specifically directed at uh, kind of an ongoing conversation um, that uh, I've been, well, I was going to say part of, but at this point, um, I've been observing uh, it basically, it's on, a friend of mine posted basically on the topic of self-awareness. And kind of was just asking for other people's insights. And there was a little feedback here and there, uh, basically about um, just about people's different thoughts on, well, self-awareness. And I didn't respond right away. Um, I wanted, uh, you know, you're formulating your thoughts. And, and this is a topic my, that's been, you know, uh, real present in my life lately. So it left me, I guess, looking a little bit. Um, you know, well, yeah, left me trying to become even more self-aware. Uh, I didn't want to just fire off a, you know, short uh, version of my answer. Um, I really, I've been thinking about it, but that that hesitation, which is very unlike me, um, because I wanted to bring value was the real thing, um, has left me, you know, not doing, which I always preach, like, don't, uh, don't go through that uh, paralysis by analysis, go, go out and do. Um, and I decided that the easiest way for me to respond would be to throw, uh, throw a podcast together, just kind of a little bit, you know, to collect my thoughts uh, into, you know, one stream. But also, um, I realized a huge part of my answer for self-awareness would be the talking through my thoughts. And, you know, um, I know basically my loose framework on how I feel about self-awareness currently. Uh, but that could change in the course of this podcast. So I think that's one of the real important things is um, is a big part of self-awareness is understanding that it's, you know, it's a process of analysis. You, you know, if you truly want to be self-aware, you need to constantly be looking at yourself. You know, uh, I believe that we're all machines, you know, and we're machines, you know, and not, not in the cold callous way, but in a sense of input equals output type machines, you know, when this happens, I do this. When this happens, I do that. Uh, that's that's my process. Um, and that's my reaction. Um, and for some things, it may be no reaction. It may, you know, it may just be that when this happens, I don't do anything. That can, that's, your lack of reaction is still a reaction in that case. So as I think about my own, uh, I guess, self-awareness. I know a big part for me is just, as I thought on this topic, the, the big, like, I don't know, initial acknowledgement or, or takeaway I had from my own thoughts was a huge part of, of being self-aware is understanding that you're never done with this. You know, um, I love learning. 
Uh, those of you who listen to the podcast know I constantly talk about, you know, that that desire to be better and how that starts with, you know, learning more and knowing more and, you know, uh, practice and application. Um, and that that topic definitely rings true about myself. I mean, if I can learn about anything, you know, I want to learn more about me. Um, that's a good base for everything else I want to learn. So you accept it's an ongoing process of learning more and learning more and learning more. <clears throat> Meanwhile, as you're attempting to learn, you, uh, you understand, uh, and you, you go through moments of like, oh, you know, there's very, I'm going to say there's, there's very few moments of extreme in that. Um, there's very few moments where, uh, and again, this is just for me. Um, you know, I, this is one of the most personal, I think, of, of courses of growth. Um, but, uh, for me, there's been very few moments of, I have no idea who I am. I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea. And as few of those have there's been, there's only been slightly more where I was on the other extreme of, oh, I'm 100% sure it's all locked up. I know exactly what's going on here and yada, yada, yada. You know, there's been very few, I mean, not quite, it's a little less often that I have no idea, but only slightly more often that I think, oh, I've got this, I'm, you know, I know, I know who I am, I know what I'm doing, I know, you know, I know, blah, blah. And the interesting thing is that, yeah, that happens a little more often, but it's a lot more wrong. In hindsight, you know, those moments where I was 100% sure of who I was and, you know, where I was headed and what was going, you know, the, all of that. In hindsight, you look back and you're like, oh, I didn't know a goddamn thing. <laughs> um, so that first precept of it's an ongoing process. You, you constantly are analyzing, you know, learning, researching, collecting data. It's an ongoing research process to be self-aware. And the thing you learn by doing that is that those extremes are almost never, you know, as true as they feel. Um, interesting thought for, you know, another time, but that's true in almost every sense. You know, your tens and your twos are almost always false. It's the reasonable, rational middles that, you know, are uh, more genuine, I feel like. But in any case, uh, sticking to the topic of self-awareness. So you go through this process. We accept that it's ongoing. We accept that your extremes are, you know, at least for me, um, are generally not as real as they feel. Um, and so that kind of leaves us with that middle ground. And if we... <clears throat> Like anything else, I, for me, a huge part of this starts with self-acceptance. My personal self-awareness lies heavily in the fact that I love my life. I love who I am. I love where I'm at. I love what I'm doing. And... I know that all of that came from a place 
that that I don't love. You know, I I wasn't always the best human being. You know, someone chastised me the other day uh, for constantly referring to myself as a shit human being. I was a shit human being, and they're like, "You can't talk about my friend that way. You shouldn't." It's, I, and I'm sorry, but the beauty of having lived your own life, and, and again, on the top of the suffers, of being aware of the journey you've been through and where you were at, is knowing I was a shit human being. But that's okay. Like, I turned that around. I've, you know, what do you want to call it, cleaned up, fixed up, you know, generally improved on that human being and that 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 level of self-awareness gives me power every day i'm a hundred percent okay with who i am because i know what i'm doing i know what uh i know what my goals are i know what i'm working on i know what i'm working towards you know i i know all those things and I also know they're all fragile as fuck, too. You know, like, like, like I discussed earlier about self-awareness, don't be so sure about your tens and your twos. Yeah, I'm confident in those goals and those ideals and, and all of those things of, making, of being a better human and living that better life. And I'm, I'm self-aware of all of that. But I'm also aware but I've been real sure about different goals and I've been real sure about who I was and, and real sure about what I wanted and all of it's changed a hundred times. But I know when it gets down to my principles, when it gets down to who, how I handle the decision-making process of my life, that self-awareness, that, that knowledge, it, it kind of takes the load off the rest of it. I know the kind of person I am. And so I know that I can, I can really, how do I phrase this? As you can tell from my him hawing and I'm in trouble tying that together. I know that no matter what happens, because I've been in such a low place and not just a low place. Whenever I talk about this, people, uh, people think of the low place of the, you know, homelessness or people think of the low place of, you know, the poverty or, you know, entire, you know, I've talked in the past about being, you know, being hungry, you know, like not having the money to go eat. Um, and people think of that as the low place. And to me, it's not. Like, but yeah, those things were all low places. But nothing's as low to me as the low goals I had, the low ideals of what I was going to be, and the low things I took happiness in. So that relation to self-awareness. So right now, it's super easy for me to, you know, I've spent a lot of time analyzing that research, analyzing those feelings, analyzing where they got me. You know, it's a, it's a science project with a hypothesis. If I, you know, build up my, you know, if I build up my financial position by way of buying and selling drugs 
and in turn take that financial position and use it to uh, to impress others. Uh, people will have a better opinion of me. Uh, I'll spread my name around. It's, you know, uh, I'll get that feeling, you know, that reflected feeling I wanted. And I didn't know I wanted it, but a huge part of, you know, my, my family's, <laughs> I'll find out later it was a giant struggle between my parents, but a huge, uh, a huge part of what I saw, um, from my parents was the, the principle of, you know, or the, the importance of how other people perceived their financial situation. Uh, my mom was a huge keeping up with the Joneses, um, except in our case, the part of the saddest part about that was, or probably the saddest part about that was, it wasn't keeping up with the Joneses. It was keeping up the, with the Smiths. The Smiths uh, would be my mom's maiden name. It mattered most uh, how her parents perceived their financial position. You know, my, my, how, how, like the important thing to my mom was how her parents perceived my parents' financial position. And the ridiculous part about that is that they were all in business together. Like they knew my parents' financial position, you know, uh, the, in any case, that, that thing that the many layered ripple of what that showed me, um, or what that taught me, I guess, about one, um, the importance of, you know, how much money you had, like it, it was extremely important that people thought you were doing well financially. Um, and you know, that is again, more self-awareness, uh, one, I want you to think about this mindset. I was at a place where I believed that it was okay if people knew I was a drug dealer. In fact, it was good that people knew I was a drug dealer because they would then know the kind of money I had. Um, now, that, like, as a mindset, is crazy. But I only have that through self-awareness. In, and a huge part of self-awareness is hindsight. And, you know, you can be like, oh, well, it's hindsight. Like, you know, what good is that? Nothing. Unless you grab onto it, learn from it, and change. Um, I, at this point, have very little, like, actual fluid money. Like, but I lead a way, way richer life. Um, the, the most important thing to me now, like the idea now of like, I guess, I don't know, trying to front how much money I have is just ludicrous. Like 
for what it's worth, I think less of myself when I spend frivolously. Like when I, when I'm putting money out and I'm just like, oh God, that was a stupid way to spend that money. You know what I mean? Like that, that bothers me now more than anything else ever did. Uh, forgive me. That's me uh, drinking my pre-workout shake. Uh, and <laughs> I'm two and a half weeks into, I said, I'm going to like get back on track. Like I was doing decently, like going to the gym here and there and, you know, pretty good. Uh, I, um, I said I was going to get back on track, made a post about it, talked about how I was making the post out of accountability, proceeded to immediately get sick two days later. And I've been to the gym, I think one time since then. So we're, uh, we're going to, we're going to jump into a spin class here and see exactly how badly I want to die by the end. Uh, so self-awareness, we get a couple of things, like, I guess, as I said, my thoughts would come together along the way. Um, one, uh, just to, I don't know, recap and pull my brain back together a little bit. One got to be an ongoing process. Like the minute you're like, Oh yeah, I'm pretty self-aware. Like I've got this. I'm, I know who I am in my mind that you're could not, that's when, that's your moment. You're farthest off the rails. Um, two, uh, I guess that is the second part, uh, except that it's an ongoing process, uh, because when you think you've got it, you're probably farthest from it, uh, would be the second part. Um, and then three, you're, you're going through this research project. You're going through this science experiment to gather information. Um, and the last thing you should do with that information is beat yourself up. You know, there are, there, I mean, uh, there are people, I'm not a religious person. Um, so, uh, let me first start with that, but I was raised very religious. Um, and when I talk about that change in me, like the person I was before, um, I can't help back to think to, uh, you know, um, for, for those of you who don't know, like, uh, the apostle Paul, uh, and forgive me if I butcher the details, uh, like I said, this hasn't been my world for a long time, but it used to be real, real into it. Uh, so Saul of Tarsus uh, would rail, rail, rail against um, everything about Christians. He was the most, most anti-Christian person ever. In one day on the road somewhere, I don't remember, he's out on the road, uh, basically preaching hate, you know. Uh, like I said, I'm not a religious person, but you're not going to catch me out there, you know, condemning other people. Yeah, I, I mean, geez, I shouldn't say something so big and broad like that. I'm sure at some point I'll say something, you know, negative and judgmental, but uh, understand that, that, that attitude, that behavior is just, it's no good. So he's out there preaching his hate and he, um, he basically gets blinded by God on the way and uh, goes through a couple of days of it. Somebody takes him in and like helps him out and he basically comes out of it like, man, this God thing's for real. I was an idiot. Changes his name from Saul to Paul and becomes like one of the most vocal voices. Um, the idea of now, do I think that story is true? What are my thoughts on a God that would blind you because you're speaking out against him? Blah, 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 blah. I got lots of things. But the point is, those biblical stories are some of the oldest stories we have. Uh, for those of you that don't know, many of them are way older than the Bible. They're from other religions and stories before. 
Um, if you like uh, the Bible, you should read Grimm's Fairy Tales. Um, it's another selection of stories that teach you moral values to live as a better human being. Now, that's how I see the Bible. Um, it's a dope book. I've read it numerous times. I'm sure I'll read it again numerous times. Uh, but I do see it as moral stories that help you live better. So, um, again, this is one of the oldest stories, and there's a million versions of it, where, you know, uh, prodigal son, well, prodigal son, the moral is different, but uh, still, kind of, um, you live less than positive lifestyle, you change, but there's no change, no change, no change, like, you can't, you cannot improve unless you're aware, like, I mean, I shouldn't say cannot, uh, you know, if you take someone and drop them in the, in the middle of the woods, and they have no fucking idea where they are, like, they don't know their location, and, like, obviously, this is geographical location, but let's take personal life location. You don't know where you're at. You don't know who you are. You don't know what you're doing. And all of a sudden, I'm like, uh, all right, so um, all of us are trying to uh, better our position. So get yourself to a better position in this forest, um, and, uh, and good luck. Now, you don't have a map. You don't have a compass. You don't know where you are. Uh, you're going to wander around. Is there a possibility you end up in a better place? Of course there is. There's a giant possibility. But if you don't know what you're doing there or where you're at uh, or really where your goal is, like the odds go way the fuck down. Self-awareness works the same way. So you have to, you have to be ongoing, be, be an ongoing process. You have to be aware that the surer you are in that process, probably the less accurate you are, unfortunately. Um, you know, uh, I'm super sure about places I've been. I'm also super sure about where I'm at currently. But that knowledge also means I'm super sure that where I'm at currently could change in a heartbeat. Now, where I've been can't really change. Um, my analysis of it, you know, it changes over time. You look back, you know, um, and sometimes it's, it's your perspective that changes. Oh, this is, uh, yeah, this is an important part of self-awareness. I think, um, told, told you some of my thoughts would just come together. Uh, always happens. Um, so a big part of that, like look back is that your perspective changes, but then also you, uh, you gain, how do I say this? You gain new information. Uh, this is going to, I mean, it's a Thursday on the podcast. Um, just so the people listening know, um, I'm going to link to this podcast in the ongoing Facebook conversation about this. So for those of you that listen regularly, it's Thursday. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd say there's enough uh, introspection and uh, pass here to count for Throwback Thursday. Um, and I'm about to get into that, which is what reminded me. I'm going to cover some more of my uh, personal history. Um, but, uh, it ties into self-awareness. So, um, when I look back on who I was and how I saw things, you know, that whole, that whole, uh, part where I went through kind of how my, uh, mom perceived money, how that impacted me, how that skewed my thought process to a point where if I look back now and you, you're like, all right, my man, here's the deal. 
you get, people are going to perceive you, like talk about your deal with the devil. People are going to perceive you as doing well financially because you're out throwing money around, getting wild, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to do that. But the trade-off is they're going to think it's because you're a drug dealer. Uh, and, and in my fucked up mind, at the point I was like, yeah, no, that's fine. As long as people know that I got money. That's what, and so the real problem was, um, you know, as you look back on, well, let's, let me tie up that first thought. So the, your, your perspective changes. Cool. But the second part of that is that you gain more information. You know, when I was young, young, I thought both my parents were on that same page. And I had not young, young, like a lot of my knowledge about my, my parents and their relationship with what I was, you know, 22, 23 by the time, um, maybe even a little older, by the time I got all that, you know, I got a lot clearer picture. Um, but, you know, I thought my parents' relationship was perfect. Everything was, you know, hunky-dory, uh, which we'll get into later, skewed lots of things for me. But uh, be honest with your kids, people. Um, but I gained information about how my dad saw it differently than my mom, how some of the compromises they made in their marriage. And uh, I gained more information. And so that, that affects things too, you know? Um, so your perspective changes, but also your information and your knowledge changes too. You know, you can't, you can't expect to just, I guess you just don't know everything, you know? And so, um, self-awareness can be greatly impacted by actual awareness. So I'm sure I'll have more thoughts on this, but to just tie a little bow on it uh, before I jump into class, I think the first thing you got to realize is that it's constantly ongoing. You, you know, your journey towards self-awareness is an everyday journey. Um, and be open-minded to that. You know, um, you're going to, I mean, for me, I've learned things about myself along the way where I'm like, ooh, that one sucks, you know, but that's your foothold for moving forward. That's your foothold for progress. Um, two, on that journey, on that, um, that growth, that moving forward, that knowledge, um, the sure you are, you can be pretty sure that it's not it's not as sure or as severe as you probably think it is. Your tongues and your twos are probably a little more you feel them more than they actually are, let's say. Um, it being an ongoing journey, uh, be aware of the two impacts on that. One, your perspective changes. Uh, maybe what's important to you changes. Maybe, um, you know, there's something crazy in your life that changes. Uh, two, or second part of that, I guess, B, um, you gain more information. Uh, you gain a lot of, um, you gain information as you get older, as you grow, uh, as you learn more about other people, things like that. And it changes your self-awareness. All right, podcast people. I am uh, rapidly approaching a long episode for me. 
Uh, so we'll cap this off somewhere around 30 minutes. Uh, I do love me some me. Uh, that has been a huge part of my journey of self-awareness. I hope you're loving you some you. Um, and I hope your self-awareness helps you with that. Um, also, check out the show notes. I'm going to link to Brooke. Uh, she, uh, she's the right person to start this conversation.